No room noise tonight. Welcome to Genuine Wrestle Boys. Wow. Podcast of four friends. We're better friends. So we're professional wrestlers. I'm Eastside. Oh, I'm Matt watching the big game. I'm Zach. Big um, game Matt. Hey, I'm, big game Matt over here. I'm Derek. Go Niners. Niners. Why do you sound Boston? Let's, you go, let's go Niners. I mean, they do have, you know, they have they have zero fear. So. Yeah. That's true. They're a miedo. And also, I mean, I guess if a Boston fan might like him because of Jimmy Garoppolo used to play for the Patriots. That's what I thought. That's what I was thinking when I said it. Bobby, it- Bobby Costopolo. I'm excited. Bobby Costopolo. That's who you just said. Yeah. I'm excited for J-Lo and Shakira. Shakira, Shakira. That's exactly what I thought, too. Um, Slaps. Uh, first things good. first. Um, a very important piece of news history news news history news history news came out um the fast nine trailer came out and john cena here are my thoughts john cena got hair plugs um good for him (laughs) yeah he was that wasn't looking good now it looks a lot better he went to his friend bosley (laughs) hell yeah he did so vin diesel has a baby named brian after his friend brian paul walker r.i.p been a long time without you my friend and i'll tell you all about it till i see you again um john cena dom's brother yeah um cypher the villain from the last film cutter dreads and is now in control of john cena um the most important part though han is back baby he's gonna get his justice Hopefully he kills Jason Statham. Finally, after years of being friends with Derek and having to live through Derek complaining. I, it really was. I turned my Twitter account into a Fast and Furious fan account. Um, so don't follow me because you'll get annoyed. Um, <laughs> More than usual for following Derek. Yeah, us- usually it's weird wrestling things. Talking about Fantasia, my favorite wrestler. Now it's Fast and Furious facts. Uh, yeah, you know, Katie, uh, she was showing me something that you posted, and I, I cracked up at uh, Kazupito Okada. I thought that was a, f- a very fucking good name. That was a good name. Now it's Justice for Han 2020, because okay. he's finally going to get it. Um, That's it. Wrestling. I mean, um, that's about as I mean, exciting. We've got, got some plugs to do real quick. Oh, yeah. Plug it up. Uh, we're, we're part of the Ease Drop Podcast Network. Yep. Yeah. Go to ease-drop.com or up is. Yeah. And listen to the shows on the network. We do Keanu, my favorite show. It's very good. Watch yeah. River's Edge, good film. Also, go to bit.ly slash suck your own slash merch boys slash review boys slash Derek's trunk. Derek's trunk slash 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 top hat. Wow, wow, wow. Uh, go to stitcher.com forward slash premium. Use code genuine wrestle boys. Get a free There is a ton of content there. Yeah. There's so much stuff you can listen to. What are you doing with your day? Well, other than watching the big game. The big game. Other than watching the big game, what are you doing? I'm cranking it at halftime. And also, this is coming out after the big game. Oh, man, there's no halftime heat this year. Oh, that sucks. That was really good last year. One of my favorite matches last year. I think I actually 
Yeah, I think that. you put yeah. that on your list. I don't know. I actually, it's kind of cool if they just do it like every few years or whatever. When make it real special. Make it a real special. Make it like when there's a match worth it. Yeah, like, well, it, do it when there's Justin Timberlake. Don't do it when there's Shakira and Jennifer Yeah, don't Lopez. take away from them. Don't mm-hmm. do that. Well, I mean, don't didn't they me... do it because it was Maroon 5? Yeah, because yeah. they, they oh, did was it because it no one was... wanted to watch that halftime show last year. They even said, you really want to watch Maroon 5? That was exactly, mm-hmm. that's right. Yeah, Triple H was like, that's not Motorhead. You know, um... That's not rock and roll. That's not metal. That's Maroon not underground. <laughs> God. That just funny. fucking Adam Levine singing exactly. for Motorhead. Or Lemmy UNXT. singing for Maroon 5. Oh, my God. Yes, Lemmy. Is ready? I don't my husband in every day. If I could do a quick personal plug, my band, Wild Spells, has a new single out. Oh, and it's so little, good. Little it, yeah. On it slaps. So. Yeah. Thanks, the, that master That master work on it. Mm. Thanks, Mike Moschetto of the band Aviator. Oh, Mike Moschetto, chef's kiss. After watching the rumble, I got a little early preview. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But then That's I heard right, it. Yeah. Then I then I heard it again through actual like my headphones, and I'm like, oh, this is real good. Yeah. This is cool. Oh, I've had so. that song stuck in my head since I first heard it, so I haven't even I haven't listened to it yet because it's still on in, it. your, in your yeah. head all the time. In my head, Fair yeah. Enough. Check out but, Wild Spells and Bandcamp. Yeah. And it's everywhere else now too on, oh, on Spotify on and the stuff. Spotify as well. As of today, so makes it oh, easy. Yeah. Makes Dope. it so fucking easy for Dope. you. But if you you know want to be real cool, go like buy it on Bandcamp. Go to Bandcamp because yeah, the, like, support artists, support musicians, support like graphic designers, support everything. Yeah, yeah. support us. And support you, us. If you like PayPal me, if you actually like buy it or our album or whatever, I'll give you the other one for free. If you just like go and buy there, Ooh, buy it on there. That is so a just deal. Let me know about it. So. You're losing money not doing that. Yeah, and also if you just want to cash at me, it is dollar sign Isai Saldana. Yeah, mine's dollar sign Matt R H B F. Mine's dollar sign pump dollar sign pump cheese. Nice. Uh, I mine's forward. dollar sign Zach M Evans. I we we Zach look me we Zach look for, we look forward to your contributions, and next week we'll see who you like the most by how much money you gave each of us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I will spend all of it on pump cheese, but not right now because my tum tum hurt. Uh oh, someone's got the shoots. Uh, <laughs> Just fill it with pump cheese. It'll push it all out. It'll, yeah. it'll lubricate the Ugh. existing content. One time I was stomach. like 16. It'll line the stomach. No, I was like 18 years old because I went to visit my dad. My stomach was hurting really bad. And I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? Went and bought a big old thing of grape juice and just downed it in like 20 minutes. Cleaned myself up and I, I cleaned myself out. And I felt great after that for the next few days. Sometimes you just got to clear the system. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. When I was a small child, did I ever tell you the story on this podcast? Yeah. The, the, the big head. <laughs> No, no, not the big head, not the big head. But I pooped. What my, percentile is it? Ninety fifth. Nice. Uh, when my my when I was like three years old, my older brother was in karate, Sick. and it's the one of the only remem- memories, the only memories I have. No wonder you're a Bischoff Mark. When I was, <laughs> yeah, dude, we both have a healthy respect for the for the craft. Um, but is this like where you came online? Like, it's like this is one of my earliest memories, and I it's come a, online it's, all the time. It's shitting my pants in a dojo. <laughs> what happened? We went to go pick him up, and I pooped my pants. You just pooped them like we were doing. We were like waiting for it to be done, and I was just like, "Oh my god, I pooped!" And I remember crying. Oh no, I was three. What are you gonna do? You poop and you cry when you're three, and then you start saying words. I don't know. I don't know what kids do. I don't have any myself. I think that's one of your first memories. Yeah, yeah, I got a couple rattling around there, but that's one of my earliest. Is the the dojo I uh, I became the sensei at because I pooped in there. Yeah, that's how it works. You become the sensei when you poop your pants. Yeah, only the sensei can poop in the dojo. Exactly. The strong survive. Yep. All right, so um, let's talk about what happened this week in wrestling. Oh my gosh, you all did! I'll, I'm just gonna go with my trajectory. I'm gonna give you the overview. Royal Rumble was fantastic. I loved it. Monday, 
oh my god raw was awesome i remember it being really good yeah i, I mean i remember because i went back because we recorded monday went yeah. back and watched it um i liked it i'm start, it's all starting to come through now because I read the results again, then like it sparks those little things. Umberto versus Andrade was really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and I get it. So Andrade is suspended. I think it would have just made all the sense in the world to put it on Umberto, but he didn't do it. But now you could have some fun fuckery going on. He's yeah. only out for a month. I don't know. Yeah, but yeah. that means there's they no about, titles on Raw. They forget about the U.S. title for more than a month at a time. Anyway, like right. when Dean Ambrose was like the champion for like 200 days and he defended it like three times. <laughs> Crazy, but um. I like that they had Umberto do um, Andrade's finisher to him on the thing, and it's like he showed like a lot more fire, and people were like, "Oh, oh, he's not just cute. Yeah, he's also Dangerous. mean. Not only is he sweet, but he's also sour. Ooh, no, sour but that, kid, shout I out. thought that was really cool because it adds like just uh, another layer to that onion, if you will. Yeah, donkey, <laughs> donkey. <laughs> um, Speaking of donkey, Drew, <laughs> I'm gonna. Single-handedly kill both of the members of the OC while AJ Styles is injured. Um, murder? He um yeah, dude. Luckily, AJ's only gonna like apparently about ten weeks. He's gonna be right there for mania. Separated shoulder could could be like six plus months. It can go from bad to worse real quick Mm -hmm. with how it happened. Finn about like look at what happened to Finn. Mm -hmm. Like yeah, Sami Zayn. Yeah, when he did it on his entrance. Oh my god. So like, main roster debut against John Cena. Like long-term booking, uh, if Drew beats Brock, <sighs> does that mean the next program is Drew AJ? No. Okay. It'd be Seth, oh, probably. Duh. Chef. It's always Seth. Either that. Well, they're not going back to Saudi Arabia right after, which I, I really like that they're doing it before because it doesn't negate like all the, the WrestleMania like mm-hmm. um, angles. And it like... Yeah. Whereas like... Before just kind of negated everything that happened, mm-hmm. and so if they're gonna go take that blood money, at least they're just doing it in a throwaway show in February. Yeah, so I watched the Hulu edit of Raw. Ooh. I just also spit donut hole out my mouth yeah. onto the, the micro- hole out the hole. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the mouth is the butthole of the eyes, and I just spit out shit all over this microphone. <laughs> um, but I, uh, uh, I watched the Hulu edit, and they did not show the match with MVP. But I did see that he then was like, I'm done. He said he was retired. That was his last WWE match. So, mm. oh, he's winding down his career right now. I got mm. you. Which he already has been. So he's, he's wanting to come back yeah. for one more like, hey, nice to see you mm. kind of a thing. He wanted to um, do it for his son. And his son's favorite wrestler is Rey Mysterio. Huh. And, so, like, they, and he wanted to do it for The Rock. Um, just like Rikishi, he wanted to do it for The Rock. <laughs> yeah. But no, it was really cool that he got that they allowed him to do that. Yeah. Um, he was in the Rumble just for a little bit, be able to come back, get that really cool pop because he um spent a, he spent a lot of time in Houston. His son was like that's where they live now, even though he's from Florida. Oh, okay. Um, so it was really cool to get that big pop, then be able to go have a match against somebody like Ray, who's a legend, who's also his son's favorite wrestler. So, mm. well, that's fun. Yeah. Oh no, good good for MVP. He's a, he's a good dude. He's a really good dude. I highly recommend anyone go watch his TED talk. Like it's so good. Really? Like, yeah. Um, talks about like you know being like having been incarcerated and stuff like that, and just his whole life story. Like it's. He's a, seems like a really awesome dude. Like he's he's someone who's gonna have like a bigger impact on the world outside of wrestling. Yeah. Um, with like his like motivational speaking and stuff like that. Like he's 
like really and, really cool cool dude and he's a lot older than you think he is yeah he didn't sign right away like he w- had a prison stint and then you know got into wrestling afterwards like kind of got a late start on, wow, on yeah. stuff wow um also watch his episode of uh vice the wrestler oh yeah. oh yeah really really good it just helped Stuff like that just really makes you connect a lot more with people. Um, I started really, really enjoying him when after I heard his whole story um, on Cole Cabana's podcast. Mm. Then from there, I'm like, oh, there's there's so much more to this person than just what you see on TV, mm-hmm. obviously. But just like it's just really inspirational. He's a mm. he's a fucking solid dude. I really wish he had gotten a chance to actually have that Lucha Underground run that he was supposed oh, to have. I know. But he he announced it on social media before he was supposed to, and they canceled it. Fuck. Mm. Yeah. What an ass! What an asshole of a company. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a lot of ways, it turns yep. out. Yep. <laughs> um. The other, there was some stuff going on with the tag titles. You got Seth and Buddy. Uh, buddy. <laughs> buddy. I have him on the. I'm body. not your guy, buddy. Not <laughs> <laughs> uh, your buddy, guy. But uh, South Park references. Is RJ City in here? <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's good, you guys. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going. <laughs> um, the I, but I, I with thank the, you the Christmas poo. But what what I've been what I thought they did so well on Raw. Well, I'll get what What's I was the getting to. getting concussed. Oh my mm. god, dude! Stop with the suicide dives. What? Okay, stop with the suicide dives. Unless you're a, a cruiserweight. Why is he so injury prone? Is he unhealthy? He wrestles an aggressive style, and sometimes and he's not super young. And, and he's a hefty some, boy. Sometimes people are just like that. But it's also, I, I think it takes so much away from the small guys doing topes. And Easy there, Cornette. I would, well, uh, to see big guys do it, it's like, come on. To see a, a big guy like Joe do it better than them kind of does. Because their, he, does it, he does it better. It's not his fault. It's their fault. They but. should, I mean, you can only go so far. But, I mean, at the mm. same time, like, maybe do something else. Like, okay, Joe does the suicide dive, do the thing, and he does it better because he also throws the arm with it. Mm. And he does, yeah, it looks good. And that's, he's like a big and torpedo And usually guy. that's what actually makes it safer because he throws that arm, and so it's not like trying to just hit him. Yeah, but he landed on his Seth, own dome. Seth is one that does that the safest. It's, he just puts his arm straight it out. It looks so st- And then it lands so on bad. his feet every time. Yeah. It looks bad. Um, the thing with Joe is that I don't think he needs to know, know who to do it against because even like... You know, I don't remember who he's doing it to, if it was Seth or, or Buddy, but... Budrick? Um, yeah, like, he's super strong and stuff, but he's also smaller. There's just less, like, there's more potential for him to, like, hit his head on something. Right, Even if right. it's a guy like Buddy who's super strong basing for him on that, he's still, like, should only do it against other big dudes. He's, like, 40 years old, too. Yeah. Yeah. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. He's, like, like, like Zach was saying... Joe wrestles a very aggressive style mm-hmm. he's had for his entire career. That was like his calling card, and so yeah, me, me and him stu- both. Stuff, stuff will, stuff will happen. Yeah, but um, I thought that was cool. Kevin Owens came off like he was a real big baby face there because oh, he yeah. just was fighting through everything. Mm-hmm. And all episode, they were cutting in clips of different parts of Edge's career that were really special. That was cool. Yeah, it, it made it. It made like the end promo and everything, which we'll get to, made it just like really impactful. Yeah, and like, mm-hmm. and they kept advertising that he was gonna, you know, be there at the end of the show. It did not work for their ratings. It, they stayed exactly the same as yeah. they normally yeah. are. Yeah, but. but I mean, I'll say for, like for myself, it it really made me excited for the third hour. I was like, me I can't too. wait to see Edge come out. I don't mm-hmm. know if the drop off was as big as it usually is. Was Edge? I think it it was. Yeah. Yeah, they were Basic, edging edge the basically whole the same. Oh, okay. Like it, the their numbers overall were slightly better than normal, but it was ba- basically the same. And their demographic numbers were actually way worse this week. Yeah. It was a weird week for them. 
which yeah. I yeah, which kind of does surprise the me. Thi- the thing is, is like a lot of these things aren't going to be overnight. But if they, with what Heyman's doing on Raw, if they just keep going with it, then people are going to yeah. be like, oh hey, yeah, you this need is, to- this is good again. They've done a mm. lot of damage to the idea of their product. I I feel like I mean, and the numbers would reflect. I mean, yeah, it needs to, they'll build up over time, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, fucking Riddick Moss debuted. <laughs> I, oh yeah, Hulu cut was that he, out. Was and I'm he okay the with car that. guy? Um, he, well, it was yes, yes, he and yeah. Tin, he and Tino um, Sabatelli, Tino Sabatelli yeah, okay. had a car together that he would refer to as their car. It was it was obviously Tino's, but he's like, yeah, our nice car. Like, that's all I, actually, I remember I, from. I really Sabatino like, Pescatelli is his full name. Mm-hmm. He and Tino, I actually like, they were not good, but towards the end of their run right before Tino got hurt, they were actually starting to become kind of entertaining because of that kind of shit. Like, hey, that's our car. (laughs) Yeah, it's that kind of humor that like, like, that's the stuff that I want from Baron. It's like that exact kind of stuff where it's just like, not super over the top, but just like, wait, did he just say our car? Oh, man. I was expecting him to start saying our suits. (laughs) <laughs> like, because they'd always dress in nice suits. It's like, ah, our, our $5,000 suit. Our well, Mike's 2500 and so is his. Um, I, I, they would have been, a, like, a good tag team to have in NXT because they're, like, the body guys and the, what, mm. like, you know, Vince McMahon's looking for. And so to have them go against, like, your indie darlings would have actually been kind of mm. entertaining. Yeah. Just, just because like people would get pissed. But they were now, just a little too ahead of their time. Riddick Moss is his, you know, Mojo Rawley's offensive lineman. He, he's his blind side. <laughs> um, he's the movie The Blind Side. Yeah, he's Michael Orr. Uh, ex- and wearing literally the most generic ring gear I've ever seen. You're like, hey, buddy, what color you like? <laughs> That's all you got to ask. Yeah. Was it, mar- it, was, it was maroon, right? That was green. That was green. Uh-huh. Oh, I can't even remember. That's Ew, what it was. a fucking disgusting color. <laughs> Um, I like green. Yeah, at too. least they're me trying too. something different right now with mm. the twenty four seven title, so it's not just like the hijinks that like it's not just our truth. It's not just our truth because like yeah, you, they had a little bit of that, but at the end of the day, he's like, no, I'm changing this to be, mm. it's gonna be like the kind of like if you want to fight, like yeah. title. Yeah, so yeah. that's like, kind of cool. Even even if the, like if they hadn't changed it, you know this this last week that Gronk would have pinned him for it at his at his big party. Oh yeah. So I want. John Cena versus our truth in a 24-7 title match in Mania. Yeah. I, would, I mean, I would, I, like that. I would not be surprised at all if something happens with it at WrestleMania. Well, Mania is in April, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Fast 9 comes out on May 22nd. So John the, Cena the has told them, and he said in interviews that he is off. He lives in Tampa. He nice. wants to be a part of it. Yeah. Nice. Um, like he then, wants a big spot. Then maybe Vin Diesel will show up at Mania. Maybe, probably not. No, there was that not. rumor that one time when that we're supposed to get a Rock and Vin Diesel Mania match. Mm. Um, that was like I've seen it a lot. Yeah, that was what it's supposed to be for WrestleMania 33. But uh, I don't think the two of them like each other enough to even work a oh, wrestling no. angle. That's with why. Each other. That's why he got John Cena to just be like, "I hey, fuck you. I don't need you. I got this guy now. I got your successor." Yeah, Batista's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be in the last one. I'd be so Whoa, cool. What a fucking that trilogy. Would be cool. well, and, not, not a trilogy. And Baba Toon. <laughs> it's a, they'd be 10. A qu- a qu- Maybe fuck, they should have a de- John a de- come and put over a deck trilogy. Like a real young guy, like oh, an yeah. Alistair Black or like, or like a Ricochet mm-hmm. or somebody. Yeah. I was thinking Buddy for some reason, but the body. he's busy. The Miz. The Miz. 
I mean, if or like the jizz. If for some, if somehow the two of them could come together and have like put together a really good WrestleMania match to be a redemption, that'd be cool. But it wouldn't happen because <laughs> the Miz hasn't gotten better. Oh, I meant oh, the, I want he the Miz. has gotten better since 2010. I just meant I want the Miz in one of the Fast and Furious. It doesn't movies. mean he's oh. good, but oh. he's gotten better. No, my dream is every single wrestling turned actor in that or Hulk Hogan or in the MacGruber TV show. Yes, I would care for that. I would care for that greatly. Jericho would be pretty funny. Like this version of Jericho in like one? just like a big fat like just greasy sli- like oh, like slimy bad dude. The AEW he- roster would be so fucking good in MacGruber. Look, Jericho already blew up in that van in the movie. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what you get. You can just say he didn't actually die. Yeah. That's or what he's they his did brother. With it worked for Vince McMahon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. Who am I? I'm not. I'm just a fucking nobody, I guess. Yeah, you're Matt <laughs> Stone of the Caldwell Stones. Of the Caldwell Stones. A lineage of stones. Of stones. Um, But then, I don't... Definitely the edge part was my favorite part of Raw. Yeah. He came I out... Mean, he, he is so good. Yes. A, yes. Near jizz, but not jizz. The tingles. But I loved when he came out when he was he was cutting. He's got grit. He's fucking hairy and jacked. It wasn't WWE speak. Yeah. Mm-mm. And it was just like Adam Copeland and then turning into Edge. Yeah. And you could see kind of the morph back into the character, mm. which is so wild. But like he's such a professional. Yeah. He wanted to kind of give his realness. And then he's like, and here's Edge. Uh-huh. That, that promo is so good. Just like then like. The erasing what ifs stuff like that's uh, so good and so heartfelt. Like, well, and like listening to him on the Edge and Christian podcast so much talk about how you know how much of a fucking heartbreak it is to have to have somebody else tell you when your career is over. So, hit to him for him to come out and say, I'm gonna end this on my terms and I don't know how it's gonna go, but I just hope you come with me. It's just so genuine Mm -hmm. and it's just like, fuck yeah, you know, I'm with you. And then, Randy comes out and also cuts like a great promo. Too. You know that that was genuine. Like, mm-hmm. I think Randy was like genuinely like tearing up and like Edge's lip was quivering. Saying, and you can't I love fucking... you, Edge. I'll never shit in your bag. <laughs> You're the one bag I never shit in, Edge. I'll never shit in your bag. But I will make you shake my dick hand. Of course, because nine out of ten times my hand has my dick on it. And I mean, even the other one time it might have. It it's not the worst experience that edge has ever had considering his jbl experience god jbl i don't know this story but jbl is a big old fuckhead jbl came up and started rubbing edge's shoulders in the shower once apparently yep and then he did worse to brian christopher brian lawler he touches uh he just like kind of scared him into thinking that something was about to happen that's so they're like you're just kidding me little jerk just kidding, I'm not a sexual predator. <laughs> Major flinch. He's just a fucking piece of shit boy. And yeah, he's a big old When piece of Joey shit. Styles cracked him and knocked him out, it's still one of the best stories in wrestling. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's why uh, that documentary about Jim Carrey when he was Andy Kaufman, yeah. I fucking loved that part because Jim Carrey's a fucking asshole throughout that whole thing. Yeah. But him being an asshole to, J- to, to Lawler. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was thinking JBL. I got. I always get them confused. Well, then we said talked about Brian Christopher. Okay, who is but, Jerry Lawler's son? So. Okay, but like him getting like just being a shithead to Lawler and, and Lawler's like Coffin, we were actually friends. <laughs> He's like, well, nope, nope, fuck you. It was great because fuck Lawler. But dude, Randy was looking, and we've said it, motivated. Mm-hmm. That dude's mm-hmm. motivated. He's so good. And like, God, you could see like 
how much Randy one is motivated just because of how good it was, but then two, like how much he cares about this because he was leaning down and talking to Edge so many fucking times throughout that whole segment. Like every single spot, he was like checking on Edge, making sure like, mm-hmm. hey, you're still good. And then like, you know, setting up spots, making sure like things were set up correctly, like every single like piece along the way. And it worked for in character because it looked like he was like talking shit, talking shit to him. And like also like struggling like internally on like, should I do this or not? His eyes still seemed evil, but there was like a little hesitation. Mm -hmm. Right. Which like, it's like, what is that? Randy's, you can tell us feeling this. Well, I mean, and I was thinking about it. You got to think it's like how many more main, like big WrestleMania culminating storylines does Randy have left in him? Probably not a ton. Uh, like one last match with John Cena, which they, they will probably do at some point, and no one will care. But I feel like this one's got um, so much. This, like this is per- the one that matters. It's, per- the it's most. personal, this, and this is the one that matters to Randy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think he's like going to really amp it up because he's going to uh, want to do right because like him and Edge are legit great friends, and mm-hmm. so he's like, this is his comeback. I want to make sure it's good. And so when Randy's actually like into something. He's going to try, and it's going to really come off like he is. Like, you guys remember when Gender was champion, mm-hmm. and Randy was trying so hard? Oh, yeah, I remember mm-hmm. the best summer of my life, dude. I, our, the, our first summer of the podcast. I was so angry the whole time. <laughs> but no, it was... That's Sing Brothers spot, though. The Randy was trying so hard. Yeah. Then. Just imagine Randy trying that hard with somebody that's also like yeah. good. So I guess, mm-hmm. for all you listeners, just... Yes, we're gonna probably gonna have some a bit of positive Randy talk in the coming months, but don't let that don't make that don't think that that means we fucking like him. It's Randy <laughs> Orton, the wrestler, not Randall Keith fucking Orton, the person. Randall <laughs> Keith, Randall, Randall Keith, Randall fucking Keith. Orton, Randy Keith. <laughs> um, so Randy's the heel fucking in British this situation, wrestling. right? Obviously, well, no. okay. Yeah, just well, <laughs> I'm just saying, like Edge. He is gave no- a concerto to a guy that had to retire because of neck issues. Yeah, but as far as I know, Edge is dead now. <laughs> no, um, he's fine. Also, this is kind of shooting forward. I love that they had that Beth addressed it mm-hmm. on commentary because then it doesn't seem like it's just fake. Yeah, mm-hmm. and also it, it connects those universes better than they normally have in the past with yep. NXT. You know, NXT and main roster used to be way more separate. Now, like they're on the same shows together and stuff. They're saying that NXT is a, the third brand. Now it's part of this. Mm-hmm. Speaking of, this was the first week that. I really, really watched NXT and didn't really watch AEW. <laughs> and this is the first week I skipped AEW. And I, I went back and I welcome, watched, welcome dude, to my life, my friends. Well, no, so I I tuned into AEW first, and I'm like, oh, fucking Moxie's got an eye patch. Hell yeah, he does. I really do enjoy that. I can dig this. I love I love AEW and gifts. I also I enjoy that Moxley is um wearing his eye patch in Japan too. Yeah, while teaming with Okada. Mm-hmm. He's just going to become Solid Snake. Hell yeah, he is. And that's fine with me. Didn't and someone call him Snake Plissken? Or maybe that was just on Twitter. Someone called him Snake Plissken. That's probably Twitter. <laughs> mm. um, Hideo Solid K- Snake Plissken. Hideo Kojima's going to see it. It's going to be a Death Stranding too. Yeah. But yeah. Um, So I, I've watched uh, AEW, obviously. I watched NXT like, yeah, live. Yeah. Um, I thought that first segment with Mox was cool. Yeah, I, I liked it. Um, and then like they just felt like they didn't know what they're doing. Like after like th- like, uh, where do we go from mm-hmm. here? <laughs> no, for real. And then like, uh, like him him he was good. Jericho was good. But then like they like kind of like reached a point where they're like, what are, what's happening? Where yeah, do we go help. Yeah. And I, I still intend to watch the week in AEW. I just haven't got to it yet. But NXT was 
fucking great. Yeah. But I did see on AEW that Britt Breaker call out Jim Ross in her like shoot promo work promo thing. Yeah, I heard it was better than on the boat. Yeah, like where she said like can't even get the names right and stuff. Yeah. Which yeah. is which is fucking accurate, which I love. What sucks about Britt is now like, since she was such like a like one of their big signings and then like hasn't shown out as much. Like mm-hmm. they have to turn her heel now. Yeah. Yeah, I know. They they've done her no favors. Also, I watched AEW Dark. And there was a really bad match, like with Nyla Rose and I think with Shanna. Oh, really? They were just on different pages, and you could just tell it's like they're not giving the same care to the women's division that they do. Mm. How was the anything else? How was the Nyla Ro- Rose Big Swole match on Wednesday? I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. I I could barely remember like anything on SmackDown. That yeah, I watched. I did have Friday. to. Oh well. Oh my gosh. When we get to that, when we NXT fucking get is to just that, like the one that always really sticks in my mind. Oh my god. Yes. It's it's consistent and good. Yeah, I think it's because I'm a lot more invested. Where it's like, with the with AEW on certain things, I'm just like I'm just not there. Yeah. Even things that I enjoy, I would like. That's a good way of putting it. I'm not invested mm-hmm. in AEW. Like, right? Yeah, it's newer. Like, yeah, I've been watching NXT solid for a few years now. Like every week, so like it's easy. Like that's the ongoing story that I'm most invested in. Week to week, but like AEW is just not doing itself a ton of favors to get yeah. me there. And now they're finally starting to do something that I think is at least intriguing, like, you know, with the elite stuff, with the the, the Bucks went over on the Butcher and the Blade. Oh, um, yeah. And Hangman. Hangman's the, the cool, the cool hold might be your spot. Like, that was that was entertaining and oh, good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, so there's. Stuff- I will say shout out to the Bucks for having just a fucking old school tag team wrestling match, though. Yeah. Against the Butcher and the Blade because. That's what you got to do with those. Um, the Butcher, <laughs> Andy Williams, has been trained kind of by Pepper Parks as well as he's done some shit with Josh Barnett. Mm hmm. And Pepper Parks, the Blade, Braxton Sutter, whatever you want to call him. He was trained by, trained by Les Thatcher. He, he was trained in the same place that. Um, Carl Anderson went through there. Uh, John Moxley went through there. A lot of people have gone through that. Uh, Nigel McGinnis went through there. The dude's a fucking solid hand. Yeah. So they kind of got to showcase that a little bit more. And also like that thing of them just like in like the fucking butcher shop, I guess. Yeah. And then like MJF shows up. Like I like that they're kind of continuing certain things. Yeah. But then other things are just like. It's disjointed. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then so I, I've, but I thoroughly watched NXT and enjoyed it. I thought yeah. they did a great job. Before we get into it, do you want to hear a really hack joke that it probably is you, not? Yes, I of didn't course, Derek. Yeah. What's Mama Ronaldo's favorite movie? Mama Mia. No, Mama Mia Two: Back in the Habit. <laughs> Mama Mia Two: Electric Boogaloo. Um, yeah, I that was that was a bench warmers too. Is there a bench warmer? Do you say you wish there was a bench no, warmers? No, I found too? out yesterday. Oh my gosh! Is same cast. Same cast. David Spade. No, no. John Lovitz is in it still. Sick. Okay. Mm-hmm. And what's it? Uh, Chris Klein, the dude who played like Oz in American Pie. Oh, okay. Oh, is it just a? Is it one in the that universe now? It sounds just like a terrible the fucking Benchwarmers extended universe. Eugene Merman's gonna show up. <laughs> oh, Eugene Levy. Is he the one, the dad from uh, yeah, American yeah, Pie? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Eugene Merman, all Eugene of Levy. the sequels. It's yeah. going to be the American Pie extended universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which Eugene is now Merman's the guy that plays Gene yeah. on Bob's Burgers. Sick. Uh, have any of y'all watched Shit's Creek? No. Watch Shit's Creek. I've heard it, it's good. It takes a minute to get good. It gets real good. Okay. It, okay. It, it's co-created by Eugene Levy and his son, okay. who is also in the show. It looks like uh, it's got a lot of the same people from uh, any of those like 
Christopher Guest movies like the oh, Spi- yeah. Spinal Tap one, oh, yeah. like uh, Best yeah. in Show. It's yeah, it's very ca- fucking Canadian. Awesome. It's also on Pop TV, just like Impact used to be. Oh hell yeah, which is, which is hilarious. Also, great uh, queer representation in it. Nice because Dan yeah. Levy is is queer and co-created the show. Radical. All right, NXT. Uh, Finn Balor defeated Trent Seven, not Trent Beretta. Right. What a great match. Mm-hmm. I love watching Trent Seven on his own. Um, Finn Balor. Like is so good at being oh my a fucking god. heel. Oh my god, yes. Like he looks like he's gonna fucking kill somebody. Yeah. I I was just noticing like in the in the match, it's like whenever you see Trent and Tyler Bate together, Tyler Bate shines mm-hmm. more than Trent. I mean, Trent's great. He's there to sell. Like yeah. he's there to be like to then get the hot tag to uh Tyler Bate. But to put on a match like that with Finn, it's like, okay, this guy can fucking go. Like he's yeah. Don't don't tell Brady that. He can go. Brady is just wrong about that, like many things, but... <laughs> yeah, you know who can go? Brady can go. to Away from me. Brady can go to HeaterWrestling.com, his personal website. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like that it was like 14 minutes of just Finn beating the shit out of him. Yeah. But in like that two-minute comeback, Trent Seven lit him up with those chops and those yeah. strikes, so it was great. <laughs> I just opened my laptop too from when I was editing the last episode, and that's the most wild, uh, a very very funny screen like pause of to, Edge. To, uh, to, I'll describe it to the listeners. It's it's like if Edge did that thing that Bilbo's face makes in the Lord of the Rings, the the Fellowship of the Ring, when it turns oh into God. the to the devil. But it also looks like a movie where someone's really, really on drugs, and that's like what they see. Yeah, yeah. it kind of looks like a a lion. But also the devil. So yeah. take everything we said, make that one image, and you're looking at the same thing we are, yep. baby. I, I'm gonna just like screen grab that and put. Also, it like in the call, last week, how many? How, how much has the Edge's theme song been? on this day? Um, every day, every oh, day. Man. While while editing the last episode, usually you know, like I'll I'll pause it after I gr- grab the song that I put in and stuff. Just let it keep keep running. Added it to my iTunes. The thing- M- Miles Kennedy of Alter Bridge. <laughs> Only reason I know his name is because. Jenna's brother apparently was a huge Alter Bridge fan. That checks point. out. There's got to be a couple of them out there. Um, that dude fucking has some pipes in like the end of that song. Yeah. Where he's just like fucking just like oh, screaming yeah. it. I'm like, holy shit, well, dude. And like the thing that makes me upset is I think this is Fozzie's fault, but I kind of like that song. Like, it's a good song. Hey, yeah. Um, you actually, gotta, no, you but gotta be embarrassed you, by that. Good song. you like the WWE edit of that song. I had never listened to the non edge entrance music version of Metalingus before. That song's called Metalingus, which nice. is fantastic. Um, dude. It's 69, baby. It's, yeah, it's not metal. Out. It's not nearly as good. The non WWE version. You need the WWE, but yeah, I it, love it's, it's re-edited and like, you know, ordered and stuff. Does it's it still have that first part? It's like, no. junk, 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 well, it junk, doesn't junk, have the, junk, I think, you know, me part. And it starts very differently. Mm. Starts a lot more new metal. Mm. And, and last week I might've said this. I might've not. I've, Said this would have been better with Scott Stapp. I was wrong. No, it's the not. The song is Miles Alter, Br- Alter Bridge is much better. Shout out Mark Chalanti. Uh, that's that's hey, subjective. Alter Bridge, that's subjective. Alter Bridge is better than Creed. That's not the <laughs> official. Not a, that's not the official a, stance of this podcast. Yes, it is. That's not it a big, is. big That's stance. not the official no, stance. Creed fucking r- has some riffs. They do. And Scott I mean, Stapp has some riffs. Riffs wise, it's this exact same band. And if anything, a little heavier because Mark Tremonti gets a. That's what I'm really talking shine. about. That's mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. And Scott and, uh, Stapp has some pipes. Yeah, that, I'm talk, no, that I'm talking Marlin about Alter Bridge. I don't care. I'm not talking about Alter Bridge. Have you heard the Marlin song, Matt? 
Oh, yes. Let's play ball game D. We almost covered that in Urban Outfielders. Oh, God, you should have. <sighs> Didn't happen. Didn't really, happen. Y'all really... Uh, we dropped it. Why is the term screw the pooch thing? I was about to say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, It's because... Uh, like, you really screwed the pooch on that one, buddy. Yeah. yeah it, it, it came about... fucking dogs is weird. It came about when one guy had sex with his dog... And then, then, then everything. Well, happened. and then his roommate caught him and was like, "You screwed the pooch." And then, like he, and then that same guy who caught his friend in a different situation saw his friend make a mistake. He's like, you really screwed the pooch. Yeah, he saw he saw his mac and cheese boil over. Y'all, and was like, man, it, you screwed the pooch it, on that it, one. It is exactly what you think it is, but it comes from an even better. I've I've heard this phrase, but somewhat before, but not the actual original phrase, and it's. It's fucking wild. Um, screw the pooch comes from the expression "fuck the dog," um, okay. or the original full phrase "fuck the dog and sell the pups." Oh, <laughs> oh no! Well, fuck the dog and sell the pups. That's a weird fucking thing to say. That's gonna go into the vernacular now. <laughs> um, it's a it's a phrase by Tom Wolf, who's a very good author. Tommy Wolf trying to yeah. fuck them pups. <laughs> fuck the dog and sell the pups. Yeah. Oh, that's of course, of course. Don't fuck the pups. Yeah, he's not some no. kind of sicko. Um, them your kids. <laughs> That's. I'm sorry. I'm just shocked by that. Yeah, yeah, I I feel like. And now I'm thinking of the he, shock master ways uh, to use that in in everyday life. No, I'm thinking of human dog hybrids. Let me ask you, Derek. Have you seen Full Metal Alchemist? Uh, I you don't. You just watch. Uh, Jesus, Derek. Why? <laughs> make everyone sad. Rip. What? Make sorry, all our Blake. anime fans sad. <laughs> Uh, what was that fucking FX show? Hmm? The one with Elijah Wood as like yeah. oh, um, Wilford. Dog? Oh, Wilford. Yeah, that that's was, just what it would be. That show <laughs> was buck wild. I was gonna say we can we just watch Friday Night SmackDown. We get to see a human dog hybrid Roman Reigns. <laughs> True. I turned it off, dude. Big, I was, big dog. I wasn't gonna watch that. It was gross. They covered him in chili. It wasn't dog food. It was just chili. But it was still gross. It was disgusting. I just can't imagine that feeling just Wait, all over you. Was okay. it Roman or Baron? Baron. Baron, okay, good, dude. Well, so this is the thing. So we'll get, we'll keep talking. Well, we haven't talked about everything about NXT, but I was like, what a good week for wrestling. And then I turned on the fucking TV right at six o'clock on fucking Friday. I'm like, oh, SmackDown, this is gonna be a good time. Oh, the main event is a loser eats dog food match. I'm glad they just closed it up though. They closed it up, and also think about this in wrestling terms. Take out the dog food and all the gross shit. The baby faces actually ended up with the with the happy ending, and I so, get that. I, I WWE that, never does that. But there was not a strong enough undershow to support such a w- fucking bad main event. No, the show was like so forgettable except for Naomi coming back and yeah. looking like challenging Bailey. And Braun and winning also, the IC title. Also, they fucking made Lacey look like such a geek. She's done. She Rad. Did, she got Rad. Dana Brooked. What happened? She's just done. Done. They're not going watch. back to the feud. Like that Naomi came out to attack Bailey and yeah. Awesome. Lacey's done. That's a match I'd much rather fucking see. Oh, yeah. thousand percent. I'm not advocating Lacey at all. I'm just saying, like, she just got Dana Brooke. You're the advocate yeah. for Lacey. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Isla Saldana. <laughs> I'm the unofficial advocate for Lacey Evans. And honestly, you guys just not going to miss her. <laughs> yeah. Just I, keep just, I told her thing. it's best if she just steps away. <laughs> I just love that the sports-centric show um, had a dog, is involved with dog food. That's... Yeah, are they repping a, That's a, a, a it should be on Raw. It should be Raw, not, it should not be on my TV. Raw has flipped the tables and Here. is now the better show. Is it because it's the B show? I've called, never heard flip the, the tables. It's Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman. Is the Paul B Heyman. show always better? Paul Heyman's the better. Uh, Paul Heyman's better. it is. Um yeah. here's in here generally 
the A quote unquote A show has more attention from Vince. It has more. It's more <laughs> Vince food ish. Um, they have Bruce Pritchard running SmackDown, and this is supposed to be their sports like oriented like show. Pritchard doesn't like sports. Uh-huh. Pritchard doesn't know about sports. He doesn't pay attention to him. He's a wrestling guy. Yeah, he's like, not he, watching the make, big game. He's they not make, watching the big game. They make jokes about it on something to wrestle with that he like doesn't know other sports. Like he grew up going to the fucking sportatorium, like and watching that like those like that old school wrestling, and that's like that was his sports as a kid. Like that's how like he saw it as a like shoot thing. You know, like he doesn't get what this presentation is supposed to be, but he gets Vince. So that's what he we're can getting. navigate Vince, but unlike unlike Heyman, he can't like fight against Vince. He knows how to navigate it, but Heyman knows how to get like get it over and get his stuff over. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bruce just tries to turn whatever Vince wants. I'm like, okay, I can maybe do this, changes here. Right. Because I mean if you think about it, if you get rid of the whole dog food thing and just like Baron Corbin making fun of Roman for calling himself the big dog. It's like, hey, you're not the big dog in the chart. Whatever. That's a pro wrestling feud. And then you add the Vince element of maybe you should get dog food. <laughs> hey, can we start a thing where we try to do an internet thing um, where everyone sends Roman Reigns a big dog shirt? Yeah. Just it, oh my flood God. his P.O. box with big dog shirts? Just say, love genuine wrestle boys. <laughs> You'll stop receiving these when you agree to an interview. <laughs> Um, let's go back to NXT. Yes. Um, Shotzi Block Blockheart. Shotzi Blackheart. Shotzi Blockheart. Shotzi Blackheart came out in a tank and defeated Diana Perazzo. I'm glad they let her keep the tank. Is it like? Is it like a like a Power Wheels type tank? Power Wheels. Is it like remote control? It's a a little go kart. I think it's a military grade tank. If if anything, it's like um, yeah, like a Power Wheels. Like it has a little bit. Little bit of go, but it doesn't go very fast. Yeah, and she used to do that on the Indies, so it's really cool to let her keep it. So they let her keep her name, yeah, her gimmick, the tank. They obviously see a lot in her. Well, which is sick. I know literally nothing about her, and I've I've seen her name pop up here and there. You may have eaten off of a plate at my house. Oh, she she wasn't like the biggest indie. Na- oh, like okay. she was like you know really well regarded in the Indies and stuff, but she wasn't like. Like a Candace or I, something. Like, yeah, she wasn't like, I never heard of her as someone like people talking about her like, oh, this is a can't miss WWE person. So mm-hmm. it's obvious that like Hunter likes Hunt, her? Hunter or Regal or like combination of the FBK and Road Dog. Yeah. See something in her. Like, like occasionally there's these people that come in from the indies that like get an even bigger push in NXT than they like got on the indies and like. You can tell that they they Honestly, see Johnny Gargano, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they, and, or Champa, or like you you see that they're like they see something in in this person. Yeah, NXT has done an incredible job of putting her on my radar. I mean, she eliminated Shayna. She showed up at the real Rumble, like when she hasn't even had had she had a real match in NXT yet. She lost to Shayna. Okay, okay, um, and then but looked really good mm-hmm. in her loss to Shayna. And then she comes out and in a tank in, in this match and just She's something shows what different. she can do. Yeah. And so it's really cool. And the, uh, uh, Triple H and Road Dogg and all them understand it. Road Dogg's probably a pretty big proponent of her as well because he's very character-based. Mm. He's like, oh, shit. Mm. <laughs> She's, like, very character-based but can still really go in the mm-hmm. ring. Um, Deanna Perrazzo was really good. It, yeah. It, yeah. It's almost 
I feel like they're like, this is their makeup for fucking up Ruby Riot and not getting the chance to do Ruby Riot correctly in NXT because they called her up too quick. Yeah. Like, they're like, man, we could have had something with Ru- like Ruby Riot's character. Yeah, like, Ruby Riot is um, really good and she definitely deserved to be up in the main roster. It just would have been great to have more time in it. Uh, and they just did, they did it wrong when they called her up. Yeah. Like the Riot squad was just like, it could have been okay. But it was the same time as Absolution, and they never established what their deal actually was. Besides, like a lot of those messing ones? up people's food at catering and spraying condiments on people. Well, that's how it feels. Like it feels like a lot of those are like they'll put in the work to be like, "Oh, we're gonna make you guys a faction," but then it gets a little more hands off, and there's not as much direction. So it's like we're gonna tell you what to say, and we're gonna put you together, but then you guys just got to get it over, and that's you know. You can need a little, you know, who knows? It works sometimes. It doesn't work sometimes. Yeah, but her versus Deanna Perrazzo is good. Deanna yeah. Perrazzo is really good. I hope they start doing more with her because uh, she's really good. So yeah. she's got <laughs> underrated talent that I think can really shine. Hopefully 2020 is her year. Same, uh, you know, uh, that uh, Chelsea Green went up against Caden uh, oh, Carter. Carter. Yeah. Uh, that's what I want to say. This Roger Stone fella. Robert. I don't like him. I don't like him. Um, I Who think... the hell's Roger Stone? Oh, that's that fucking guy who's in prison that was on Trump's cabinet. I know that name. I was going to say that name is should in all my be, head. You know, should all be in prison if you ask me. We're going to talk like this. You should be in fucking prison. Yeah, you should be in prison. All of you. Every um, one of you. you know, Robert Stone is actually a really good character. Um, he's a really good promo. He's an okay wrestler. He wrestles with Robbie E in, uh, in Impact. And so, like, I like the whole brain. Like, we'll, no, we'll get no. back to the other parts that happen in between his, those. His suit is too short in the pants and it's too short in the arms. It's supposed to be. Come on. It's supposed to be. Come You're on. Talking about Chelsea Green's dork? Yes. yes. Tony Khan. Bobby Stone. Yeah. It, it is a Tony Khan character. Bobby Stone. He was, he was doing that before. Uh, but they, but they, they, they've, they've, they've leaned into a couple small elements of the, the Robbie E character, like, that are 100% Tony Khan. Yep. And I think it's, I, I think they're doing it in a good way. It's not like fucking Oklahoma, the character that was making fun of uh, Jim Ross. Jim Ross. Or, Bell's palsy. Yeah. yeah that's or like, good. you know, characters like that from the past, the fucking the Nacho Man and the, 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 <laughs> the, the, the Hucks, the Huckster. And Billionaire Ted. Billionaire Ted. <laughs> Nacho Man. What about WCW's Vince? Or was it Vincent? The guy they had making fun of Vince. It was just his name. Okay. Mm. That was Virgil. Yeah. Okay. Who was um, named to make fun was, of Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. Oh. Who, it, that, it was getting back. Like, it was turning it back around when Virgil went to WCW. He had been named Virgil to make fun of Dusty because that's his real his shoot name. Um, and the, the whole thing was that people would kind of would say that Dusty wanted to be black oh, um, yeah, back yeah. then. Um, and so they made a black man servant named him Virgil. Um, so they named him Vincent when he went to WCW. Okay. Um, wow, there was something I wanted to say before all that, but I forgot. So fuck it. Yeah, Rob, Robert, Rob, Jer, Robert, Robert Stone. Roger. Oh, that's what it is. It's. I know they're saving him for something big, but it's so upsetting that he debuted before Malcolm Bivens. No, it's fine. It's better that he did. Mm-hmm. Because Malcolm Bivens, like when he comes out, like and actually does things, because you can tell he's like featured like everywhere on their Not social on the media. They just keep, except on the bump. They keep like hinting at him. They they're, they're make they're keeping people like aware, and also it's like a nice little Easter egg for people who know about him already. Like going, 
oh shit, there like there he is again. Like, yeah. Well, and where sh- where's where's Bivens? It's like when he was just sitting in the crowd. Mm-hmm. You see him just fucking there. Like, and he showed up uh, this week's NXT before they taped yep. it. And also, like, just like he, they make it seem like he's trying so hard on Twitter. Like, oh, that, and that's probably all him. Oh, yeah. But, like they're allowing it to happen. Yeah, because like they they even talk about like on some interviews like how they want people to like really um, in NXT like to lead into their social media and like create something like like just don't some, talk about the main roster just don't talk about the main <laughs> roster which there's actually now rumors that this is all work by the way oh probably 100 percent. um but um like to like hey own your brand become a brand become something so big that when you come on here you, like it explodes even high like, right higher. right and so it's it's really cool because like there's guys like him i fucking forgot what they called ellie sexton now i think it's brendan vink but like he's doing that kind of shit too like I know it's an awful name. <laughs> Not good. But like when you can do that, and then like when you do show up on TV, it becomes a big deal. Yeah, yeah. And so like people, you already have support. You don't have to work as hard because you've already done the hard work beforehand. Mm-hmm. And we'll get to the Matt Riddle thing later. Okay. Because there's yeah, yeah. there's some we'll go we'll there's, some, there's some dots that are starting yeah. to connect. Now yeah, yeah. Um, what did you talk about while I was pissing? Um, literally just go to the next thing after the Shotzi match on there. Oh, okay. Um, so Keith Lee. Came out to talk mm-hmm. to celebrate his I victory. I love against cocky Keith Lee, Roddy. dude. Hell yeah! He calls himself limitless and to uh, bask in his glory. So, yeah, it's already there. It's, it's reminiscent a little bit of The Rock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Well, and but like, like, who the, like somebody on it was Jim Valley on Wrestling Observer Live that was like complaining about it. It's like The Rock's the fucking highest paid actor in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. He was a megastar in WWE to the point like he had like a fucking really like a four year run. Yeah. And so seriously? Yeah. Yeah. That's it? Yeah. Damn. Like if you count like the times he was injured, got his titties done. (laughs) 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 And uh, then like when he made the Scorpion King, it was about four years that he was really there. (laughs) That's wild. And so like why the fuck wouldn't you try to do things that worked with him if you have the charisma, which Keith Lee does, Mm -hmm. if you had the crowd already there, which Keith Lee does, why the fuck don't you lean into something like that? Then you have Dijakovic coming out and fucking uh, Damian Priest, the Archer of Infamy, uh, coming out. And they're like, we both want the title. And he's like, well... That sounds like something you guys got to figure out. See yeah. ya. And he just rolls out of the ring. And then they had such a good match. Oh, my God. I mm-hmm. love big guy matches that can fucking work. Yeah. Oh. Um, was this uh, officially a number one contenders match? I don't think it was officially. Okay. but Because they kept saying, like, this could be that he could be the next one right, of mine right. for North American Championship opportunity. So maybe, maybe it'll, because uh, did Dijakovic win? Yep. Yeah. Mm. So either can great be, fucking match though. Yeah, he's one of those guys. Dijakovic. Holy and, shit! We might get that at Portland. Yeah. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. The Portland yeah. card is it's stacked. Uh-huh. Stacked. Besides, the women's no, match is still really it's good. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be great. Your favorites will still be there. No, she won't. She's hurt. Yeah. yeah oh, she's is she hurt. really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well. I'm sad. I'm not going. I quit. <laughs> no, I'm um, very excited. Yeah, it was good. Uh, but Dijakovic and Darby Allen are two guys that I'm like, don't end your careers prematurely. Oh. <laughs> don't end your careers prematurely by doing things that you can do, but might catch up to you shorter than you think. You know. It's all to Osprey and Ricochet. Them, yeah, them too. Darby is going going the ways of Jeff Hardy, just without a drug problem yeah which is gonna make it so he's gonna last way less yeah mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah like he's he's 
I don't know. He's not going to stop. And what's, I don't think he cares. I think that's about, legitimate. Sucks, I do too. It, it's true. But what sucks about Darby is that, like, yes, he's connecting with the crowd really well. And, like, they keep putting him in, like, high profile positions, but he always loses. Yeah. Well, and he's also definitely just a spot guy. Yeah. Like, he's not, he doesn't have. He has the know. character and he has the spots, but, like, yeah. it's the in betweens that are there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. He's always in weird gimmick matches, kind of. Like and like, what do you remember from his matches? Jumping, yeah, spots. Jumping, the coffin <laughs> drop, handcuff, uh, hand a handcuff spot. Sometimes yeah. he has a, a you know body bag skateboard and a skateboard. <laughs> One but, time, Ethan Page almost killed him when he was in a body bag. Good lord! I mean, I saw him at Defy at the first indie show I went to, and he jumped from the balcony on to just not the crowd because they made sure the crowd was out of the way, just on to Swerve. That's it. Dude, that's insane. Sort of not like the biggest guy to catch him. No. no. Uh, he didn't catch he's him. Long, he was on but... the ground already. But that that reminds me, super well, huge shout out to our fucking boy Marcus King Anderson for making oh, yeah. his uh, Defy debut. Yeah, that was Dude. fucking sick. Was it on the, the full card or was it like a dark match? I, have, I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I haven't but, seen. No, just because but... like usually they post their shows and stuff. So right. I just want to see if I can. Yeah. 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 yeah, I know it was during like a big tag match, but it looked like. like Look, I saw it was with a, a guy named Jaden that's a Northwest wrestler mm. that wrestles a lot for prestige. So. Yeah, yeah, that's sick. Like, like that's really cool. Like he's been like Logan's been going there and like doing ring crew and shit. Yeah, for, setting like, up the ring for, like, old school for, shit. for like over a year. Like, like he's he, always going. He's brothering up, dude. Yeah, he like got like worked his way into like like not in the wrestling term work, but like actually like did just through hard work like got himself like yeah into in there and then booked into a match and that's like. Yes, and sick. like I and saw him at Prestige, I think doing the same thing, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. doing ring crew, and that's uh, that's paying your dues. That's, yeah. yeah, that's like you know for us in bands, that's playing that really shitty show on tour for like three people, and one, it, yeah, two of them are the promoters. Mm. Oh my god, dude! Yes, <laughs> yeah. um, but book Mark book Marcus King Anderson versus Chef now. Oh, you heard it here first. Um, no. <laughs> versus versus Brody King, he was there. Yeah, he's not the same Defy show, uh, but. On NXT was after this was that when Tommaso came out? Yeah, man, cuts a good promo. Tommaso he was backstage saying Daddy's going, home. and then he had a pipe, and I like that they had him hit something with it. It's like, oh, it's a real pipe, and he beat the shit out of the industry off camera. No, off camera, apparently murdered them. Not even beat him up. They looked dead. There was blood coming out of. No, there wasn't. But <laughs> it was fucking. He looked like he did a number on him. Yeah. Um, they signed the contract, which they've never done a contract signing on NXT. Have yeah, they? they have. It's, okay. been, a, it's been a minute. He signed it in his own blood. They they kind of went away from it for a little while, but like even main roster like goes like away from it and comes yeah, back yeah. sometimes. So, but he killed Adam Cole. <laughs> yeah, so I like it because when he, did he start bleeding? I never noticed so, that. So, um, Tommaso beats up Dennis Peter off camera. They, they show him laid out. He comes out, grabs a table from the back. Um, cuts a promo saying, um, hey, Adam Cole, like, I'm going to pyrobomb your ass to this table. I'm going to sign a contract, blah, blah, blah. Cole comes out, this isn't how this works. And Regal comes out saying, um, like Cole already signed the contract. Cole <laughs> says he doesn't care who he fights and he already signed the contract. And so Cole's walking up to him and said that he's going to put Tommaso through the table, hits him on the head with the microphone. That's, That's what, what got it. him. Yeah. So hit him on the head with the microphone. That's what caused him to bleed. What a fucking happy accident that was, though. Yeah. Because then Tommaso does exactly what um, he said he was going to do, which is a solid baby face move, is he delivers on the promises. Mm -hmm. 
puts him to the table, signs a contract, and wipes his blood on it, which is just a really cool fucking visual. Yeah. Um, and it was real blood, not that fake blood they did for the not that the gimmick theme. juice. <laughs> and so sets up the match for uh, Portland. Hell yeah, a fucking good Demarso show. Demarso versus Austin Jenkins, baby. Uh, Austin Jenkins, baby. Austin Jenkins, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> um. Sorry, I have light tinnitus and my ears just started ringing. Oh, yeah. Um, Check out my band, Light Tinnitus. <laughs> just a noise band. <laughs> uh, Tegan Knox uh, defeated Dakota Kai. Loved oh, it. It's going to be, yeah, hopefully that, because that's going to, I, that's I not, loved it because it was resolved. like five minutes. It, they didn't like lock up. They weren't running spots. They were fighting. Yeah. yeah. It was brutal. Um, Dakota was about to hit her with a chair. Candace <laughs> runs out to make the save. Fucking then Dakota runs in. The ref's distracted. Tegan hits her with the fucking brace. Yep. Shiniest wizard. One, two, three. I loved it because, again, it was five minutes. It was go from the start, and it was a fight. There was no, like, I'm doing an arm drag and put you in a hole. It leaves you wanting more. Uh, yeah. Like, I, I genuinely have, like, Portland or maybe uh, before they, they it's really. It's going to be in Portland. It's official. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's is gonna, it? It's going to be a street fight. Yeah, Portland street fight. And, They're going to listen it's... to Modest Mouse, ride some bikes, uh, eat some <laughs> vegan food. Yeah. So what they what was like if you think about the main roster, Bobby Lashley and Rusev were supposed supposedly in this blood feud. Like fucking <laughs> I thought we were done with it. Rusev fucking was cheat like his wife cheated on him with Bobby Lashley. They divorced, Their marriage is they got gone. Married. And the first thing they're doing when they wrestle is they lock up. They're doing leapfrogs. They're doing fucking headlocks. They're wrestling a no, match. Right? This one, they went out there and they just started fighting. Mm-hmm. Which is like what, what you would you do to with do. somebody you hate. Yep. So it was fan-fucking-tastic. Um, I also like, like, because Candace had her little shine, and now she's taking a little backseat, and, but they're still keeping her relevant. Yep. And, yeah. like, she's, she's really good in that role of being everyone's friend. But she's just a nice person. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I do kind of like the whole thing where it's like, well, you guys aren't best friends anymore, so now I am. <laughs> uh, Kaden Carter defeated Chelsea Green. Talked about that already. Yeah. Oh, sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, Broser Waits um, defeated Defeat. Grizzled. They, they're veterans. the Dusty Club, Dusty Cup champions of 2020. Dusty Club guys. <laughs> Dusty Club sandwich. They are the best tag team. Yeah. They're they're, they're, I love them. It's wild how much chemistry, like, in ring they already have. Mm-hmm. Like, and then, like, the I'm car- guessing the, they fought in progress, right? I don't think they ever did because oh, they were, wow. like, in very different spots in progress because, okay. like, Matt Riddle wasn't there all the time. He was kind of like coming and do spot stuff. And then he won their Atlas championship, which at the time was the like anti cruiserweight title. It was, <laughs> you had to be 205 or above because so many guys in the UK are small mm-hmm. that it was like weird to have a big dude. Um, so he, he won that. And then like by that time, Pete Dunn was just kind of doing like one off, uh, like, like, ty- like runs with different people. Yeah, it was in the middle like of his, uh, like UK run. UK run. So he was just like there to like, have one off, you know, like got someone come in, he'd have a feud with them and stuff okay. like that. Um, they like character wise, I love how different, but like it makes sense. They're leaning into this weed thing real hard. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's mm. great. Yeah, it's funny, um, but it's weird for WWE, I think. Weed it is, is weed yeah. is funny, <laughs> but it, it was a good match. It wasn't the best match on the tournament because that was the Broseways versus Flash Morgan Webster mm-hmm. and Mark Andrews. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't even, I'd say, um, Grizzled Young Veterans' best match. Like, for some reason, there just wasn't as much 
chemistry in this match is grizzled young veterans are really good they really yeah. are that gibson especially i think mm-hmm. and really james good. drake has a fucking hell of a look mm-hmm. like he and, looks great and i love the the gimmick of james drake like never getting to talk because he zach gibson always talks over him and shit and then also like zach gibson always like telling him what to do and stuff like you know that eventually they're gonna like turn turn and oh, yeah. they're gonna turn james drake baby face and stuff and that'll be like That'll think, be cool for him. I think eventually. that'd be really good for him. Um, you really could have just switched out Grizzly Young Veterans and uh, South Wales subculture. Mm-hmm. But they, it, it they wanted that heel heat. Yeah, but it would have just been cool because you would have had like, the two fucking top guys in, like, in NXT and NXT UK and then these two just fucking nerd underdogs. Mm. that like They keep winning and winning and then these two guys that are thrown together are fun and then mm. you go and have that match they had night, mm. like, that night one yeah. where like, or whatever the first uh, round, and they fucking just kill it. Yeah, but, but we did get because of that. We did get the really good promo offs between Zach Gibson and Broser Waits. That is true. Mm-hmm. Which were hilarious. But no, it was a fantastic tournament, and now we get Undisputed Era, which is a uh, Red Dragon versus the Broser Waits, which is going to be fantastic that we get to see that. Mm-hmm. And I'm I would not be surprised. If the tag team titles change hands. Yeah. The prophecy is already crumbling around them. I'm going to, because I think that Tommaso is going to get like fucked on this. Yeah. I'm guessing they're going to extend the feud a little bit. And so like having Adam Cole, like be the only one and being just so desperate to hold on to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a good, that's a good uh, story. It is. It's a, and it's a good like character arc for the whole group as a whole. Cause now it's like everybody else fell and now they have to do everything they can to protect their one title. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Man, fucking tastic stuff. Yeah, yeah, so this NXT is the best wrestling show on television. It was great. And then we talked a bit about SmackDown. Yeah. I, I the big thing, Braun won the IC title. Yeah. How? It was cold. He beat Shinsuke. Well, yeah, but how? With uh, a, a one power two, slam? One, two, okay. three, baby. <laughs> uh I didn't watch the match. I, okay. I seriously when I saw that was the main event, I was just like, I'll get to it. To be completely honest. Just because we recorded on Monday last week, I thought we were recording on Monday again. Oh yeah. Uh, so I was just gonna watch it today, but I'm sorry. No, no, but it's also fine. It's the big game. I thought, yeah, it's the big game. Yeah, the big sports ball. I should be out uh, having myself a couple of brewskis and a couple of brats right now. Yeah, I'm gonna go to my mom's house and watch it with my mom. I'm gonna go watch it with your mom too. Sick. My Me mo- three. You know, my mom would love you. I get along with parents, and I'm not. I'm not. I. I bet your mom is special and wonderful. Mm-hmm. I just have a way with parents. Mm-hmm. That hey, hey yo, I got away with moms. <laughs> hey, tell you, tell your mom, hey, tell your mom I said hi. But no, for real, she's a beautifully wonderful woman. I just really <laughs> care about her. <laughs> I hope she's doing well. I heard she had it was she getting over a cold or something. Um, <laughs> her throat was getting a little scratchy. It's <laughs> that time of year. That's Jake Smith. <laughs> up, Angie. Um. But I don't think anything else really happened on SmackDown that's worth really diving into. The, yeah. That feud is over now. There's no more dog food in the foreseeable future, hopefully. This so, was real dog. This was chili. Hormel's chili. Did they? It wasn't Hormel. I think they used stag to get chunkier. Did they start building no. to the fiend yet? No. Or? Next week, the fiend's going to be on. Okay. They just, he's going to be here. Um, Firefly Funhouse. They announced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully. Funhouse Bray. I'm, I'm interested to see how they do it. Yeah. I'm also at a point where I'm missionary. <laughs> yeah, we wowie. I'm I'm also at a point where I'm a little bored with the fiend. Um, yeah, 
Yeah, it's, I want it like I said be... last week, Fiend sucks. Less is more with the mm-hmm. Fiend. If I see him five times a year, that's a good amount yeah. of time. That's a good amount of Fiend. He should never have a title. Um, yeah, above above title, just changing characters. That should mm-hmm. just be his thing. If um, he fights someone, they change. Like, this is a weird thing to say, but I really do hope Roman beats him. They will, and this is going to kill the Fiend, so like, they're like really not doing themselves any favors. Yeah, and it's probably going to get on. Roman booed. Which is not fun, but, but good literally thing, nobody wins. Yeah, yeah, it's a bummer. But that being said, I, I, it could be fun. Mm. Whatever they do could be a fun time. Um, I think the second, no matter, I mean, unless they wanted to wait another like year, uh, putting any sort of big belt on Roman is going to get a, a mixed reaction. But it's almost like pull the Band-Aid off. Mm-hmm. You know, when he finally did beat Brock that one time, people booed him. But then before he announced his his sickness, people were being like, all right, hey, at least we're seeing the title. Oh, mm-hmm. he wants to defend it. I think it'll go his way. It's just, it's just gonna inevitably going to be sort of a, a mixed reaction when and he so does they, win. They have a good program for him after this. Yeah, yeah, um, Lacey and Evans. <laughs> and it's not uh, Baron going for the title. Well, who, uh, who else is built up as a heel? Um uh fucking uh shinsuke <laughs> it's not gonna happen i mean you could shinsuke's one you can heat up pretty quick yeah they they could do a brian program with him but Brian's he's baby, Brian's face, baby now. face again yeah, it wouldn't turn him you don't again, you don't want to flip him flop but him. what if i heard this on a different podcast but what if roman has to cross his boundaries roman can't be a yeah we wow get in his personal space okay um, yeah, Roman, uh, yeah, has to like cross his boundaries and like do something I, well, that's, hellish to beat the fiend, no, but, which but, is what but, I'm hoping. I'm really hoping. I think that's a great well, idea. No, Roman does bullshit all the time. He tried to kill Braun once. That's true. <laughs> but that's like, true. what if they actually turn him heel? They're not going to turn Roman heel. What if they do though? They won't. Well, because if they were going to do that, they would have done that a long time ago. True. Uh, the the thing that I could see though is trying their best keep the authority figures out of it make Roman that Austin type character where it's like he's not necessarily a heel but he's like a, you know what fuck you you push me past my limits I'm gonna run through your ass mm-hmm. like that, that's already his character kind of he's more chill now which no I'm but I'm liking. just saying like he's already like I said he tried to murder Braun at one point yeah but you it's know. old it's old hat. It's yeah. old hat, but so is every single fucking thing in WWE anymore. They're not not, not Otis and Mandy. No, that is true. That, okay, Roman versus Otis. No, I for some reason I love love it. this. Story. I, it's I love it because it's Otis, and not only that, I think the way that they're doing it isn't. It's like kind of actually sweet. Well, yeah, he's he's actually in love with her. He always has been, but yeah, and it's it. It's not him just being creepy anymore. It's him trying to show genuine like, affection. Yeah, for everything her. about I love, it. I love Tucker like building up. Oh man, you got to do it. What we talked about, buddy. Just go say, just go talk to her. Just shoot your shot. <laughs> yeah, I I really love it too. Um, that that was Didn't one of he... my favorite spots in the in the Rumble. The women's Rumble was Otis uh laying there. Didn't <laughs> he actually her? ask her on a date this week? Yes. Yeah, so he asked her on a date. She said she was busy on this Friday coming up, but she's not on the next one, which is. Valentine's Day. Oh. I like it too because like they're not making her seem like she's like using him at least just yet, like which is a typical trope. Um, I think what they're gonna do is like there's gonna be like a because like Sonya's really weirded out by it, mm-hmm. so I think there's gonna be like something going on with that, and so it's cool. It's like it's a different thing. It's something different. 
Otis is just the best. Um, he really is. Mandy and Sonya are leaning into this a bit more, and so it's cool. Yeah, it's fun. So yeah, um, yeah. get into some news items. I would sure. love to talk about some news items. Um, talked about Andrade. Uh, Andrade on the juice. Andrade got suspended for thirty days for a wellness policy violation. It's his first. We don't necessarily know his the substance. Um, could be anything except fucking, for we we just get taxed. Yeah, uh, it's probably just fucking handsome pills because that boy is getting handsomer and hand more and handsome, handsomer and handsomer. I see it being cocaine. <laughs> I can see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's not very tranquilo. <laughs> Yeah, but have you seen some of those pictures of like him and Charlotte like out like partying, really and fucking sweaty, just like really fucking really just, sweaty, like, drunk and just like drunk and sweaty, like they're on like ecstasy. Him, yeah. him and Rick just had a night together. I mean, probably. Fuck. Yeah, probably. Brother, you, you're gonna marry my daughter. Oh no, you gotta take a little bump ski. <laughs> I'm not talking about flat on your back. I'm not talking about a flat back, brother. <laughs> I'm talking about a rabbit the boy. I can imagine that is a sentence that Ric Flair has absolutely said in oh, real life. 100%. Brother. You want to take a bump? You want to take a bump, brother? <laughs> uh, oh, God. Oh, yeah. And here it comes. I like how I just realized this. Every time I want to transition into something, I just go, uh. Yeah. <laughs> it's very bad and poor podcasting. Hey, it's human. It's uh, human. Yeah, we're not reading from a fucking script. Yeah, here. not like any of those other fucking shit. Hey, fuck you, Bryson. Yeah, fuck you, Bryson. This just is kidding. I'll see you in March, buddy. Calling you out. April, the weekend I'm there. <laughs> oh. I'm gonna fight oh yeah Derek, I'm gonna, Derek's gonna, I'm gonna get his own wrestling he's gimmick. gonna throw fake jizz on you i'm gonna piss on your nice boots that you love so much oh shit he's gonna throw a nice bottle of matt's fake jizz and that's just milk and vaseline baby <laughs> not mine i'm gonna mix it myself i'm gonna make you mix it for me yeah you're gonna have to stir really hard because that's just not gonna want to <laughs> fucking blend you have an immersion blender for it exactly you're gonna have to get some outside I still don't get the fake Vaseline. Well, you know like, what? Vaseline and milk. Okay, thing. well, maybe one day we'll just have to have a little science experiment here at the podcast studio. Okay, we will. We'll put it online. I'll be on our Patreon. Yeah. Patreon.com <laughs> forward slash Genuine Wrestle Boys. I actually had an idea. Well, I'll talk about it off, uh, off okay, the podcast. Camera. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, then Vince, well, not Vince. Vince didn't do it, but the- Yes, he did. Vince McMahon came <laughs> out. The co-presidents. Yeah, they um, came out are said, no longer quit. in the company. Yeah. Oh, that's uh, right. They didn't quit. Yeah, well, they, they got fired. Okay, they, got, they didn't see eye to eye. They got let go, and then the stocks plummeted. So these are co. Or was that before? Uh, plummeted right after. So these okay. people were co-owners of WWE, no, co-presidents. What the fuck does that mean? So one of they them was up. the chief financial officer, CFO. Yep, and one of them, I forgot what their title is. Okay, so my crazy Triple H is not a, the actual CFO of. He never was the financial. He's the COO. COO. Operation. Yes. Oh. And he oh, is yeah. the vice president of talent, live events, and operations. Okay. So, okay. All right. Why do I know this? Because you listen to his NXT calls. Oh, yeah. And he probably says his title every time. No, they, they actually introduce him. It's like, all right, you're speaking with Paul Levesque, the vice president of talent, live events, and operations. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate you taking the time here. Uh, Mike Johnson, you're up first. <laughs> Oh, hey, Paul. This is Mike Johnson of PW Inside. <laughs> uh, oh, hey, Paul. How's, uh, uh, how's that going? Hey, Dave. How's it going? You know, doing pretty good. 
I was going to try to do a Brian Alvarez impression, but I haven't listened to enough to do his Meltzer is the one that does the call. Loud-ass, mousy voice. I love Brian Alvarez. So these people got let go of their position. Okay. Yes. Which is, which is really big. Are they just going to get rid of that position, or are they going to fill those seats with new butts? There's an interim person they put in, and they're going to fill them with new butts. And this is, like, all outside, like, the people... This is corporate. Yeah, like... Right, CM Punk. They're not running the show, but they're... It's the business side of it. Yeah, they're, like... They probably... Like, what it seemed from Vince's statement was that they had a certain direction they saw for the company, and Vince didn't like it. Yep, that, and they didn't like the XFL. Mm. Oh. which well, is, they're the only ones. Which is under... Is it under the WWE umbrella? Like... It's part of the same company? No. Okay, okay. So that is uh, the main company for the XFL. It's called Alpha Entertainment. Which is, why, which is why he was so pissed off at Jericho for doing the Alpha thing, right? He was like, that's stupid. And then it's like, well, why'd you name your company Alpha Entertainment? I came up with it. And so it was, it's, they were like, like, they were, so WWE's also getting like, one of their investors is, or investors, like one of their stockholders is like trying to take him to court saying that the, WWE is putting money into the XFL and Alpha mm. Entertainment, and oh. they're supposed to be two separate businesses. Okay, and so they're just they're kind of trying to get some documents on that. And so I don't know. It's a it's apparently it was like a, a really big impulse decision by Vince. Um, what if Vince McMahon goes to prison? He won't. Well, they'd be crazy though. They'll have to get Jerry Jarrett to run the company, like they almost did once. Yeah, if he got out of that steroid trial, like, yeah, true. he's pretty fine. Yeah. Um, it's it's going to be very interesting on the corporate end of things to see how it goes. Um, right now, they're going to be making money hand over fist. Um, they're kind of idiot proof for the next like five years. Right, right. Um, it's just um, their stock is right now went from being one that you sh- like people are saying, "Hey, you should buy into this," to being one to like be very cautious of. Right. Now, they dropped like when I'm gonna they dropped it. like what like twenty something dollars. Yeah, something like that. And so, um, one of the big reasons as to why they dropped so much is because. One of the big plans is if Vince died, that uh, George Barrios and Michelle Wilson would be the ones who take over mm-hmm. as far as the business end of things. Well, now they don't have that. And so people are always just like, okay, well, what's going to happen? I need mm-hmm. to step back. So we'll see how everything goes. I'm never going to die. I'm 400 years old as it is. Fuck. But we'll see what's going on. Apparently, even like Stephanie and Triple H didn't even know that that was going to happen. Wait, what a fucking hurricane of a goddamn place to work, but get some good stories out of it. <laughs> it's a runaway train. It's a runaway train. Um, and then let's talk about Matt Riddle. Let's talk um, about Riddle. A little, apparently in one of the social media classes at NXT, they were told to not not, not do what he does. <laughs> yeah, not talk to main roster and everyone laughed. Unless they have approval. Yeah. So um, Matt Riddle calls out Brock Lesnar. Yeah, did we time. talk about that? No. no. Oh, okay. Uh, Matt Riddle calls out uh, Brock Lesnar all the time, saying he wants to be the one to retire him. That's something that he's uh, said for a long time. Kind of his like thing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, after of course his shit with Goldberg too, and so Goldberg like, two electric boogaloo. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> Goldberg so two. Back allegedly in the at Royal Rumble, um, there was a, some ten, a tense situation. At first, people were saying there was an altercation. Then it became a tense situation. Then it became Brock just went up and talked to him. Yeah. So it really kind of. He man. Apparently, Brock told him. To quit tagging him on social media and like to quit like calling him out because that match is never ever going to happen. Mm-hmm. It was in front of people. Apparently, Riddle was just super cool. Was yeah, just, 
just like whatever, dude. Like I didn't to... didn't get a chance to respond because Brock just Brock walked just away. walked away. I, I hope that Matt made the same noise he did as when Goldberg came up to him. Oh, oh, oh! But dude, there's so, no way that this is fucking real. So allegedly, one of the dirt sheets reported that because Brock Lesnar doesn't go on social media. Mm-mm. Apparently, how he found he has a was... Twitter, and it's well, all it is is retweeting Paul Heyman. It's tweets. Paul Heyman. That rocks. Yeah. So it's Paul Heyman. Apparently, Paul Heyman is the one that stooged it off. The Matt Riddle's calling him out. Mm-hmm. The next thing is that then they um... wait, like calling him out forever ago. Yeah, just stooged him off, like to Brock. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And so then, like, hey, this guy's talking about you. And then this guy's talking about <laughs> you, Brock. Brock Lesnar. Why don't you go put your hand on his shoulder? You know, I was going to, I almost asked what, I wonder what his normal voice is like. And it is, it is just that his normal voice, his normal cadence. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, he, he is playing himself just turned up to like six. He, he, he's already at five. I was going to say his normal everyday life. He's at a 10. So he's at a (laughs) 10.1. Yeah. Um, he'll work the boys more than he'll work the people. Um, that's Tommy Dreamer. Um, so on the WWE PC YouTube channel, they had a something. They had like a four minute video about Matt Riddle. You know those little videos they right, do, right. which are really cool. Um, they had one with Matt Riddle, and uh, he made mention of the altercation about Brock saying Brock doesn't make the matches. It's gonna happen, and then people are starting to say now like <laughs> Brock books Brock. Um, we, well, maybe this was something that was well, we, supposed to be seen by people and they knew it was going to get out and it was going to leak. Mm-hmm. And so then they, they got can, ahead of it. They can, no, they can build from it because they, this was planned. This was a oh, work. Yeah. I mean, well, honestly, that's a fucking money match. Well, we talked about that. Especially when Matt Riddle is built on the main roster. That, dude, that's this. I think this is what's going to build him. It's like, we talked about it, uh, Last episode where it's like Brock will work with people that he thinks is going to put fucking dollars in his pocket. And, Matt Riddle and versus Brock. That Paul tells him, yeah, yeah, money, it will put money in. His so pocket. Matt Riddle versus Brock Lesnar is going to be a money fucking match. Well, and mm. Matt Riddle could believably beat up. Like if they had an MMA match, it would be competitive. I could mm. see Matt Riddle yeah, retiring it, it, Brock Lesnar. It, it could be like here's the th- like you have to remember about UFC. Different weight classes. Oh and, yeah, yeah, that's um, true. Matt Riddle if, is smaller. If, Matt Riddle if, would probably cut to like what, like a like a welterweight, like heavyweight, mm, probably. Um, but at the same time, I think we even talked about this. Brock has a glass jaw, and that's what Riddle is known for: is literally breaking a dude's jaw in well, the most disgusting way ever. Yeah. But Brock could out wrestle the shit. Yeah. Out yeah. So yeah. if if Riddle could like stick and move and get a shot in on Bro- some shots in, on he's Brock. really long too. So yeah. Yeah. I could just see down the road. I mean, we said for like the long broker since since fucking Matt Riddle got uh, brought into WWE. It's like, oh, this guy could carry the fucking company. This guy could be a huge star. What better thing than like maybe a year and a half down the road, fucking retire Brock Lesnar? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I I think it might be a work. You like, put a career versus career match or something, and then they're letting stuff out themselves. Well, and it's like they're trying to work the boys. Yeah. When would this actually happen? A year and a half, two years down the line. When does Brock want to be done? Who knows? Uh, a couple of years ago. Yeah. Okay. But well, he likes money. Yeah. His yeah. is my his his mind and his body are telling him no. His bank account is telling him <laughs> yes. Um. But yeah, like thinking about 
that is he done in UFC? Thinking about those beans. Oh yeah, he's done in UFC. Yeah, okay. he, he officially he's, retired yeah, outside he, of the USADA test yeah. and pulled out. So thinking about like those beans. two years. Thinking about those beans. Mania, like giving Matt Riddle time to build and giving Matt that push. Do it at next year's Rumble. Mm. I, like, I have I him come out and then just fucking win. just toss out Brock or like mm. beat the shit out of Brock. I almost think that they don't even need. It would almost even be better if they didn't build Riddle, if it was a shock moment, almost like the Goldberg moment, where it's like, oh, this is just, like, even people like us would be like, oh, this is, like, a spot for Riddle to, like, you know, shine a little, shine bit. A little bit, but he's going to get gonna lose, you know, but then have it be, like, a shock moment. Like, I almost think that would be even Because better especially way the it. way Brock used to go out in UFC, one of his first big things, he would rush somebody because he's unbelievably fast oh, mm-hmm. yeah. for how big he is. He's a scary individual. Well, and I remember... Watching one match with you at Buffalo Wild Wings. Um, Shout out Cake Boss. Where he just Cake Boss. he just straddled a guy, punched him in the head until the dude fell over. And it's like, God, this guy is a mm. specimen. Um, if, He's if, fucked up. He was we, built in a laboratory. If warfare was still done the old way where like one like country would send out their ultimate like fighter and then the other one would send out their one to decide who would win, like Brock Lesnar would be America's. Like fight, like yeah. fighter. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to see that movie because like the Brock Brock would would always charge people. So I already have like in my head if you do it like way Goldberg is like Matt Riddle big move is like he has that fucking uh, the final flash knee mm. and he does like the fucking pump knees all the time. Yeah, have him charge in, hit him with the knee like he did Ono. Oh man, and one, then two, one two three. three, and it's like holy shit, he just pinned Brock Lesnar and flash knocked him out. Yeah. I would even lo- do like a ref stoppage. Like mm. he hits him, boom, Brock's dead on the ground. He gets on him and just pounds. Like, ground not, and pound. Not even a real match. Like, mm-hmm. Not even getting on pounds him, just hits him, boom. That, ref sees he's out, he waves that him. That almost still even protects Brock in a way because it's just oh, like yeah. a freak thing. Yeah, he gets Just shot. like how he fucking fucked up uh, Kofi. Yeah. Again, just go into the, like, oh shit, he got caught. Yeah. All right. That was cool. That, yeah. I love that idea. I'm all pumped up now. I want to go watch fights instead of the big game. Yeah, I want to go watch some fucking Denny's fights on. Oh, fucking I fucking mine, love dude. Denny's fights, <laughs> dude. Um, I think what else is in the news? That's all I had. That's yeah, um. All right. Well then, let's do round two. The Wrestle the Boys Wrestle Classic. Boys Classic. You never know when one's gonna pop up. <laughs> I love. I just. I pulled up like my bracket that I made for this, and it's all like summer uh, iconography and, and <laughs> themed. I love that. It even says summer 2019. Yeah, it does look really nice. <laughs> it is. It is almost I, spring 2020. I totally remember who's all on my team. Um, I mean, I would when we like, I think I still have it in my phone. I still, I have the thing of the teams up. Hold on. I'll pull it up. So there are eight matches in the second round. Do you want to run through all of them or just do first four? Let's run through all of them. Fuck okay. it. If if you only hear four in this episode, it's because I uh, did an editing thing and uh, you know let's span it out a little bit. We'll see. We'll all see. Right. But let's just do them. All right. First match: uh, Michael Satamura versus Akira Hokuto. Akira Hokuto is one of the best wrestlers. She's him. the best wrestler on the face of the earth. Mm, ever this would of all be time. a fucking fantastic. No, I've match. seen her in three matches. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't. I mean, I want Mako because she's on my team, but yeah. like, I don't know. I, I really think that it could go either way. Akira Hokuto to me is just kind of a step above. Miko Satomura is really good and also very influential, like being a trainer and like 
kind of developing the style afterwards. Mm-hmm. But it's like they wouldn't be a Miko Sanamo without Akira Hokuto. Sure, sure. But does that mean that Hokuto moves on? Yeah, I mean, I, I would say her. so. You think so? She's the best. Well, she's. I know, Derek, you want her to win. Uh, yeah, I, I concede to that. I concede to that. I believe that Hokuto is, if uh, if not better, at least absolutely as good as Miko Sanamura. Zach, what's your vote? Um, yeah, I'll go with Hokuto. I could go either way, but yeah, because I, I Mako is like one of my favorite wrestlers, like right now. Like I love Mako, but Hokuto is so good. Yeah, this is a age well. Tessa Blanchard versus Nikki Cross. Uh, let's just go ahead and put Nikki through and call it <laughs> oh, a day. <laughs> Nikki Cross. <laughs> yeah, shock upset. <laughs> yep. Uh, Chelsea Green versus Manami Toyota. Uh, Toyota, dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Manami Toyota. That'd be it'd be cool. Like Chelsea do some character work stuff against Toyota. But Hot mess, Lord of Ness. Yeah, but it's Toyota. <laughs> yeah, what a cool name. Uh, here's a here's a probably the best booked match in this tournament: Lita versus Bailey. That is a good one. That is Lita is a old pro, and she'd want to. Go out the way you come in. Look this at, is perfect spot for like Lita to put over. Pass the, like, the, per, the perfect person for Lita to put yeah, over. Yeah, Lita's very influential. She was um, really good for the time. She likes the, the fact that she would do like spots with do women's matches, then do spots with the guys. Always was like really cool to a lot of people because it's just like she was just a badass overall. Bailey's so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Bailey, especially in NXT, was unreal. And really, her and Finn carried that brand for like a year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but gotta go Bailey on it. I would, I would vote ba- Bailey as again. Well. Like Zach said, it's like a perfect spot to like pass the torch. Um, this could be another torch passing moment. Aja Kong versus Mia Yim. Aja Kong. Mm. Mia puts up a good fight, but I think. It'd be cool. If, to, you, you still want to have like in a tournament, and if we're booking this, you'd want to have somebody like uh, Aja Kong be like an unstoppable force. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I just, an irresistible force. Yeah, and I do. I'm, I'm thinking. Like I was thinking girl. Aja. Now I should think of her in her prime. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's a much better. She's an insane wrestler. Mia Yim is good. But she still needs to get there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Agreed. Aja Kong. Um, Ember Boone versus Bull Nakano. That's a very cool match. That is a cool match. Char- a- like similar, like similar, but still pretty different characters. I would say and- Bull Nakano coked up on this is going to take it. I out. was like, similar builds, but I feel like Bull Nakano does have so much mm. more like just experience. Uh, there's a lot more. Uh, uh, yeah, she- Ember had to bow because she tore her Achilles. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. No, oh, but- man, I miss I miss Ember Moon. I think her being on backstage as much as she had is them kind of giving her confidence. Like, hey, we're going to do stuff with you. We just want you to get better at talking. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, in this match, it would be a cool match. Um, Ember Moon is really good. She's really athletic. Her character stuff, as far as, like, promos aren't necessarily there. But, I mean, she's really good, but she's not, again, it's almost like the last one not there yet. Yeah. Whereas... Bull Nakano's a fucking Bull Nakano. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's one and of the I, ones where the legend would mm, move forward. I, I think even like in this match, like Ember Moon would probably hit an eclipse and Nakano would be like against the ropes or something yeah. to like put over Ember Moon and not have her kick out of the finisher. But like, yeah. And it's, it's hard to like, in, in a match like this, you also have to go like potential to like what they did. And Ember Moon's potential is 
definitely athletically and wrestling wise, and she gets everything with her promos and stuff, can be up to like uh, influential as a Bull Nakano. Mm-hmm. But also, I mean, it's just not there yet. Not yeah, yeah. It's just not the right tournament for 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 uh, Ember this time. Yeah. Um, Tony Storm versus Shayna Baszler. Oof. Oof. This match, the start we, of this tournament. Have I we would've... seen this? I was like, I don't know if yes. we've seen it yet. Okay, but we have we. I'm pretty sure it's been a match. I'm sure. I'm sure somewhere. I think in UK it was actually a match. Um, my personal vote is Shayna. She was one of my favorite wrestlers of the year. Um, I, you know, I, I agree with you. I think Tony. She, yeah, Tony's incredible, and she's getting to that spot. I um, think Shayna just has that next gear that Tony hasn't at least had the opportunity to really uh, show yet. But I think that, yeah, there's like a ruthlessness to Shayna that I think a would... ruthless aggression. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. And I think that would take Shayna to the next level. I don't think this match has happened. All the results I'm getting are... I thought are it was from, from, the w- U- from 2K20. 2K. <laughs> I thought it was from the UK they did. Uh, well, it was in the 2K they did. Yeah, it was right there. <coughs> <Is that> a- <laughs> oh, okay. It's Tony time? Um, it was not Tony time, and I think it's still not Tony time. Yeah, Tony's really good. Um, at the beginning of this tournament, I would have really leaned hard to say Tony Storm needs to be the one to go over. You can make somebody. Shayna's like done a ton, but Shayna like over like the course of like her title in NXT, like just her character is just like really hit. And so this one again, you need somebody that's like a fucking monster. really really intimidating going. For yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Whereas Tony can, like a baby face like that, can always bounce back. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just looking. I got I got one person in this, Bill. Um, Is it Nikki? Is that yours? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Candice LeRae versus Sasha Banks. Candice LeRae. <sighs> Sasha's so fucking influential and so important in wrestling. Oh, um, man. Candice LeRae is also a very important person on a different side of wrestling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Snap reaction, I would go Candice. But that is a tough call because, I mean, this one the potential of a nice Sasha Bailey going forward. Also, we've never seen Sasha versus Shayna, which would be sick. Sasha. Hmm. I'd say, um, as her shirt says, the pint-sized pixie. Candace? Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm still voting Candace, but either way, it would It'd be yeah, a good one. It would uh, be really sick. Like, so, I, I miss... Being on, like Sasha being on top. Yeah, that was, same here. Is she like, injured again? Um, maybe. still injured. May, there's still. some reports that she just she wasn't cleared for the rumble. Um, but it was like an a, a not super bad ankle injury, basically. Well, whenever she does come back, it's going to be huge. Yeah. So yeah. last four matches are Akira Hokuto versus Nikki Cross. Nice. Um, Anami Toyota versus Bailey. Sick. Aja Kong versus Bull Nakano. And oh, Shayna Baszler versus Nikki Cross. Asha Kong versus, versus Bolna Khan. Versus Candice LeRae. Yeah. Yep, that's what I meant. Uh, I feel like Asha Kong and Bolna Kano, there's tons of matches of the two yeah. of them out there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's awesome. That's going to be a good uh, good final round. Yeah. Um, Want to go over quickly who, uh, who still has people left and yeah. uh, so, where we're at. So oh, you I, have that. Okay, I cool. I do have that up somewhere. I have two. I have Bailey, Shayna, and Candice. You do? And Akira Hokuto. <laughs> Let's I see. got Toyota, and that might be it. I have, yeah, I only have Aja Kong left. Oh, and Shayna. I have Shayna and. Oh, yeah, never mind. Shayna's yours. Mm-hmm. I have Shayna and Toyota. Sorry, I got Bull Nakano, Bailey, Candace, and uh, Kira Hokuto. 
<laughs> nice. I mean, since it's been, you know, nine months or whatever since we started, just go over everyone's teams that we started with real quick. Mm-hmm. We finally made it for, through the first round. Uh, it started with Isai's team was Candice LeRae, and these are in order that they got picked by all of us. Uh, Candice LeRae, Bull Nakano, uh, Momo Watanabe, Bailey, Tessa Blanchard, Chelsea Green, Akira nice job, Isai. and Ember Moon. Uh, Matt had Minami Toyota, Piper Niven, Mako Satamora, Sasha Banks, Wendy Richter, Shayna Baszler, uh, uh, Aoka uh, Hamada. Yeah, that font is not. Uh, uh, it does not work well for reading uh, names you don't know how to pronounce already. And I believe that's uh, a- in China. China, yes. Um, then I had Asuka, Ajda Kong, Jordan Grace, Tony Storm, Awesome Kong, Mia Yim, Lita, and Sue Young. A lot of Kongs. Yeah, I did. And Derek had Io Shirai, Becky yeah. Lynch, Paige, uh, Hikaru Shida, Kairi Sane, Nikki Cross, uh, Maki Ito, and Emi Sakura. Yeah. There's one name that really doesn't fit. Wendy Rector. Yeah. She is it's... great. She was going to be the female Hulk Hogan. It was, I mean, her influence and stuff. I think we went over this back when we did the, like, the picks and then the, when her match. Very influential. And just, just the work rate difference in what, how wrestling has progressed. Uh, and then it, also over in Japan. Yeah. Does, I mean, yes, it sticks out. It yeah. sticks out. At least I didn't pick known racist and bully <laughs> Tessa Blanchard. We can dive into people. <laughs> we'll find out. At the time. Yeah, hopefully I didn't pick any known racists or uh, <laughs> uh, bullies. Um. All right. One more thing. Uh, Blurg asked asked us some questions. I miss. I've been missing the Blurg question. We've just always last time two week times ago we forgot about it. Mm. Our episode hey. was also two and a half hours long. You know what happens? It happens. I'm I'm so happy mm. to have one though. I, right I now. believe we officially call this the the Emma's trans rights question corner. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I'm excited for it. What's worse than getting caught cranking it? What or what's worse, getting caught cranking it by your parents or shitting your pants in public or around thirty plus people? Um, my family doesn't talk about things, so getting uh, would be worse to the shit my pants in public. Well, I did. I would rather not have the embarrassment lingering. So you can like if you shit your pants in public, you can at least just go to the bathroom and like take off your underwear. Right, right. You know what? I'm gonna. Well, I would rather no, actually. Um, other than gaining a dojo from shitting my pants when I was a child around 30 plus kids, uh, which well, you've done this. I, I mean, have I, you been caught cranking it? Uh, yes. Also, that's the thing I have. Oh my God. Yes, dude. It's, I, oh, man. I have, I, dude. I mean, listen, okay. You guys might have to bring your show out of retirement to dealing with getting caught with catching with cranking, crank, it. cranking it. Some, you know, maybe some things end uh, right when they're supposed to. <laughs> But uh, no, like, well, I lived in a family with, it was just me and two other brothers, and we all thought it was funny to try to catch each other. So it'd be like, oh, so, oh, someone, someone's in their room with the door closed. Just open it real fast. See what happens. Totally asshole. Uh, so, yo, I've been caught. I've caught, I've caught others. Uh, it's, it's weird at first, but you know, what are you going to do? You guys just have like a whiteboard out in the hallway of, and you like just, Dude, it's just tally mark. Ah, one point for me. I, I, and I truly believe this. I truly believe this. One, you don't, it is embarrassing to be caught masturbating. But it's also something that everybody fucking does, and if and if and if you're ashamed of it, that's okay. But there's no real reason to be, uh, as long as you're in your room, you're in your space, you're not upsetting anybody, you're doing your thing, but shitting your pants in public. I just don't want to be caught shaking hands with Ben Franklin because then you know it's. I understand. I completely understand. I'd rather shit my pants. You'd rather shit in pants with Ben Franklin. Yeah, I'd rather, I'd rather be caught cranking it than shitting my pants in public. Yeah, like I've been caught cranking it. 
Like, been there, done that. Life moves on. When I first started cranking, I did it in the backseat of my parents' car while they were driving once. <laughs> oh, dude, hell yeah, like, dude. Whoa, like, going down the road, giving yourself a fucking good timer. So, like, I apparently had no shame as a horny little kid. I was like, Derek, what are you doing back there? And you're like, Gling! nothing. <laughs> I'm not doing nothing. Um, But, yeah, uh, I have shit my pants in front of my friends, and it's... Sucks. Because here's the I thing. Made up a lie. Here's the thing. Oh yeah, you, I, you told the Robin. story where you where you left a party, right? Yeah. Oh, that really happened. Yeah, I can't listen to Black Flag anymore. Oh no. Here's the thing. You shit your pants in public. All of a sudden, you gotta you gotta toss your underwear. You're stinky. You're stinky. You gotta then get home. That's yeah. the thing. You shit your pants. The and, next place you go is home, and you have to sit somewhere. You have to How? get there, and that's well, an if uncomfortable. You, if, if there's a bathroom. You just go take off your underwear. You clean yourself up, and you call it a day. But then you still you're still like what well, you're you're driving home or maybe someone's driving you home. Try to and flush the underwear and it overflows and my name's and you're in a Ben Stiller movie. <laughs> yeah, so you I know, you know I, if you sh- if I shit my pants, I gotta take a shower no matter how good I clean it up. I understand. Same, same. I would much rather be caught cranking it. Yeah, hundred percent. I would actually like to be caught cranking it. <laughs> yeah, noted. Catch me. Mm-hmm. It's kind of my thing. My roommates probably have. Um, Catch me if you can. <laughs> Could you take the Catch pop- me if I come. <laughs> Catch could, me. <laughs> could you take the Papa John challenge and eat 40 pizzas in 30 days? Yeah. Um, could yes. I have a could I have a day of reckoning? Absolutely. <laughs> what is that? I would do anything for a day of reckoning. <laughs> 40 pizzas in 30 days. GameCube? 40 pizzas in 30 days. Day of reckoning? Mm-hmm. Was it 30 in games? Yeah. Was it 30 pizzas in 40 days or 40 pizzas 40 in 30 pizzas, days? 30 days. I couldn't yeah. do I couldn't do it. I I I I mean, okay. It would I think suck, I, I could, could but I don't know if there's enough insulin uh, in the yeah. world. I wouldn't. For me. I mean, I don't want to do it. I could. I, but I don't wait. 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 And suck. this is this is a real question. Are they like personal size pizzas? Like, I mean, is it like I say mediums? Mediums. I think that's a fair bet. I, I feel like it's one pizza a day, a couple days, two pizzas. Do a breakfast pizza. Yeah, they have those at the Little Caesars by my house. By day fifteen, really? by day fifteen, I would give up. I would love day one through fifteen, mm-hmm. but by day, well, I would no, love I could, day one I through could, five. But it just it wouldn't. I, I wouldn't like it. But I, I could do it, but I wouldn't want. Yeah, to. I ate like more than half of a pizza for breakfast this morning, and yeah, I, awesome. I already that is not awesome. feeling especially like pizza like for a couple of days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm just. I want to be honest. And I don't think I could do it. Yeah, my mom's making a homemade pizza for the big game tonight. Big game, sourdough crust, go nines. Yeah. Um, and last one. Um, what was the dumbest creator wrestler you ever made? I've never made one. Oh man, I've I I'm pretty sure, and I'd have to go back, but I, I'm pretty sure in SmackDown versus Raw, like 2008, I literally made a character named Baron Corbin. <laughs> I don't. I feel like that, or like I I swear to God, and it was a terrible. It came to life. I just life. make a bunch of fucking like indie wrestlers so we, and uh, we really luchadors. are responsible for Corbin. I think so. Yeah, I, I just make a bunch of indie like indie type wrestlers. Like like my main guy is just like he does every single indie move and fucking like one winged angel, fucking knees and yeah. all this shit. Mm-hmm. And then I make luchadors. Most of my childhood creative characters were like trying to make something that was different enough from Jeff Hardy that it was like new but basically also Jeff still. Hardy. And you knew where you wore the pants. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the last one I made it's. The dumbest, but I also loved it. Was two K seventeen was the last game I bought. Was the yeah. Um, and his name, and he was the bus driver, and every single move that he did was a driver of some kind. Hell yeah, yeah that's awesome. Yeah. Did he did he come out to a bus driver song? I mean, he should have came out to the mass transit. Oh, <laughs> I don't think you can upload you your own mass, songs. And you they're made not putting ma- bus driver you made on mass those. transit. 
Yeah. He found a new jack and you couldn't play him anymore. Yeah. I had to, had to do some. We went into a lawsuit simulator. <laughs> Dude, like, that's in GM mode. He's got to, <laughs> I got to go to court. <laughs> I wish it, was, it like, becomes Dangum cool. Rampa, the only court simulating simulator game that I know. <laughs> uh, what a good time, y'all. Anything else you guys want to say to the world? You know what I want to say? No, what? I want to go watch the big game. I like donut holes. Okay. And I like the big game. All right. Well, everyone enjoy the big game. I hope you enjoyed the big game. Yeah, everyone out there, I hope your team won. I hope the uh, the old... If you're a Chiefs fan, mm, maybe reconsider the, <laughs> you know, the, the Native American imagery that y'all have as a fan base. But, you know, just Agreed. think about that. Agreed. Yeah. Um, that's it for, for us Wrestle Boys. Um, thank you very much for listening. Oh, okay, cool. And Russell Boys 316 says Happy Reset Day. Not all blood is family. <laughs> <laughs>